Hello runners. Hope all of you are doing well. This is Coach Bala here. Super excited to kickstart uh, episode one of uh, this series that is very popular, has been popular uh, for all the seasons. And for those of you who are sort of hearing it for the first time, let me let me explain a little bit about this, what this is about. This series is what we call it as podcast uh, with runners, with, uh, you know, uh, like dignitaries, doctors. We have we have discussed with uh, uh, yoga exponents before, physical therapists. But the basic idea here is, you know, as you all embark on this running journey or continue to be on this running journey, there's a lot of learning. At the end of the day, as I've always told you, running is about science and an art. And there's a lot of learning, and we believe that running should not happen. The learning should not happen only from one direction. That is just from coaches like me to you. Running should happen from 360 degrees from all directions. And uh, this entire notion of this podcast with runners and other dignitaries started off with that thought process. And it has been a very successful, um, you know, should I say, uh, an initiative. A lot of folks look forward to it in the past seasons. And I hope this season also will be the same. Um, we plan to do about six to 10 episodes every season. And I am so excited to kickstart that series with this episode, with this special person that uh, we have. So uh, for the first time in the history of Rana Sai, uh, we, we are bringing in uh, uh, a psychiatrist, a psychiatrist to have a discussion, and that is our guest today. So without much further ado, let me invite a uh, uh, doctor uh, to, uh, to this podcast. And maybe doc, why don't you start off with a little bit of an introduction about you and who you are as a person, and then we can go from there. Okay, uh, namaste. Uh, good morning to you from India. Uh, yeah, I'm Dr. Sumant uh, TP. Uh, I'm a, basically a psychiatrist from Bangalore. Uh, to give a, and uh, hi everybody. Uh, thanks Bala for giving me this opportunity to be here. It's such a wonderful place. Uh, yeah. So firstly, if I have to start with myself, then I would say that uh, I was uh, basically all my life, I've been born and brought up and staying in Bangalore. And uh, yeah, I did my schooling in uh, Sri Satyasai Lokasiva Vidya Kendra Alike, which is somewhere near Bangalore. And yeah, I was in a boarding because I was a naughty kid. Huh? <laughs> so yeah, and uh, I did my PUC in Kaili College in Bangalore. And uh, I chose uh, medicine as a, a, a profession. So I did my MBBS uh, degree in Mysore Medical College. It's one of the premier institute in Karnataka, Bangalore. Uh, in, uh, sorry, in Karnataka, India. So, and I did my uh, MD in psychiatry in MVJ Medical College, Bangalore. Uh, yeah, uh, during my internship, doing my MBBS, I fell in love with uh, psychiatry and uh, due to various reasons, a lot of uh, reasons culminated into me taking up this field and uh, now and I'm loving it every day of it. That That's what I can tell you about it. Um, after that, um, I, uh, yeah, I worked in various institutes and uh, uh Mainly since 2014, I've been working in a medical college setup called Rajarajeshwari Medical College. Right now, I'm a professor uh, at Rajarajeshwari Medical College. Uh, apart from that, uh, I have my clinic, which I've been running from 2011 in Vijayanagar, Bangalore. Uh, apart from that, I go to various hospitals in and around Vijayanagar as a consultant psychiatrist. So this is the professional uh, part of me. And uh, I have a, I'm married. I have, uh, my wife is again an Ayurvedic doctor who is a Panchakarma specialist. And I have two kids, a six-year-old and uh, one-year and five-month-old uh, baby. So, yeah, they are all both handful and take yeah, all yeah, my yeah, time. Hands full, looks like. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. So it's very nice to be in a runner's group. Um, 
to be honest, I'm I'm at to begin running, uh, but I'm more of a walker. Yeah. So I like trekking. I like uh, going uh, to mountains and uh, I like beaches. So I like touring around. Yeah, I really love trekking. That's what I said. I like walking. So sports. I'm into. I'm not a professional. For fun, I play football and I'm into kabaddi and uh, uh, play uh, some amount of uh, table tennis and shuttle. So that's about me. So ah, I so many common themes here, Doc. Oh my goodness! Father of two daughters, of course. My daughters are a lot, a lot uh, older uh, than uh, your your uh, uh, sort of face of life right now. I love trekking too. So I have apart from work and my family and my wife. three loves i have or three passions i have running mountaineering and golf so it looks like you like to do mountaineering every year we host uh, uh, mountaineering expeditions and i lead with okay. my friend so maybe i'll 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 ping you on my next one who knows you might join me with one of those expeditions um but okay. it's so exciting kabaddi i used to play kabaddi even in uh, in grade 12 the only physical game i have done was kabaddi somehow i enjoyed that game so it's so good to hear that word kabaddi and somebody else have also oh, played nice. kabaddi um but awesome okay. doc welcome uh, welcome sumanth for uh, to this program um and audience i'm sure you have this question hey bala why are we talking to a psychiatrist here right i'm sure that question is there uh, so let me first address that elephant in the room uh, directly uh, doc if you don't mind give me a couple of minutes let me set this up correctly So, folks, uh, there is a beautiful logic why we are starting this season with Dr. Sumit. Now, as you all know, Runners Eye, uh, the vision of Runners Eye is always about creating, developing, nurturing, and connecting amazing human beings. That's really what we are trying to do. And running is just a platform on which we are trying to create amazing human beings. Um, one of the uh, a beautiful facet of an amazing human being is that that person is. in a state where he is able to give more than take that is one of the sort of uh, features of an amazing human being that we try to develop so the state in which that person needs to be for for that person to give the best of that person to others is when that person needs to be in a happy state only when you're happy you can think about others if you're struggling with pain and so many other things where i mean it's logical you won't be thinking about others right so physical fitness definitely drives that uh, that state of being amazing to others but then very nice interestingly someone gave an idea that mental fitness is equally important too and i 100% agree physical and mental fitness coming together is what drives a happy human being and i'm so glad that renu brought this up with me yes renu's good friend from her uh, bangalore days is dr suman and she was saying like we need to get uh, thinking about mental fitness as well and here we are you know like a typical rhwb style uh, we just uh, execute when a good idea comes and we execute quickly and that's really how all this started and i have an exciting announcement on this towards the end of this podcast so first of all i want to say thank you renu for this brilliant idea and i hope you all like that too and enjoy this discussion with dr suman so doc my first question to you assuming that i am a layman actually you don't have to assume i am a layman on on all of this is probably many of our listeners will will probably uh, have as well what is psychiatry why should anyone even uh, think about psychiatry like when should anyone need a psychiatry how do you uh, sort of answer that question uh yeah so what is psychiatry see sometimes some of the uh, most difficult question are the basic questions like what is psychiatry what is mind what is normal and stuff so i if i have to put it in a simpler way uh psychiatry is that branch of medicine medical field that deals with mental health issues deals with mind as an organ of a essential part of our body like we have all other organs like we have bones we have heart we have brain like a neurologist deals with the physical structure of brain so we deal with mind so in a complete definition of mind also involves mental health okay 
So put it in, uh, put it in, uh, uh, putting it in a very simplest form to understand what is mind. It's very difficult to define mind. That's I might be a psychiatrist. Believe me, it is difficult to <laughs> define mind. But I can give you an analogy that's. Um, it's like mind uh, if, uh, comparing it to a simple uh, computer. So mind is like the software, while the body is like the hardware. Yeah. So I just saw the same thing. Uh, okay. So both mind and you just can't do anything with software. You need the hardware, and similarly, you can't do much with the hardware. You need the software. So and both should be in a good condition to be uh, classified as hey this is a wonderful amazing computer. So to say our body both are very much interconnected. It is not like they are two separate things. So body uh, body has control over mind and mind has control over body. So both interact constantly. So for your overall well being we need to be taking care of the both things. And of course and that is where we come in as psychiatrists. So we are the doctors who deal with ailments of the mind, not just the disease, but also the health of the mind. Yes. Okay? So wow. We are not just talking about the negative. We also want to create more positive. Exactly, yeah. Doc. Uh, thank you. It's a beautiful, uh, I will remember this. Uh, it's a wonderful way to explain it. I totally think you're absolutely right. You know, at the end of the day, brain is the most important sort of hardware of a body. Without uh, without that brain, uh, nothing works as we all know and uh, you're right if brain is the hardware the mind is the software <laughs> i think it's fantastically well said and uh, psychiatry is about the software issues bugs in the software <laughs> debugging exactly or making sure that you are in constantly the software works well so it can control the brain activity uh, which is the hardware activity and you're right the neurologist takes care of the hardware portion, I guess, uh, brain surgery and psychiatrist takes care of the software issues, which you beautifully said. What about psychologists? I know there's one more field, psychologist talk. What is that? How would you sort of explain that? No, uh, see, uh, it's not just psychiatrists and psychologists, but there are other mental health professionals as well. There are certain lay counselors, psychiatric nurses, psychiatric social workers. So we all, there are different fields. Uh, we all are uh, trying to help uh, uh, mental health issues, mental health per se. Uh, we all have a lot of common areas. I would rather say we have mostly common areas. If at all, in, in its basic uh, way, we differ. Psychiatrists differ from psychologists in the form that we have a medical degree, so which allows us to prescribe medications. Okay, so it's not, uh, uh, we can always see what patients, uh, what clients with uh, any kind of mental health issues, and so can psychologists. And we keep sometimes referring our patients whenever they need certain specialized help. So what tends to happen is, uh, uh, it's not a rule, but some uh, medical doctors tend to focus on the medical aspects, prescription aspect. And psychologists, because they've been uh, counseling into therapy a lot, so they tend to uh, specialize more in that. It's not that doctors also can do therapy. Doctor also, doctors, uh, psychiatrists also can do specialization if they're interested. It depends on individual psychiatrists sometimes. Got it. Okay? It's no hard and fast rule there. Got it. So, so the, the fundamental basic, difference is the prescription, yeah. I, I guess. Exactly. The, exactly. Exactly. Got it. Yeah. So in movies and all, again, I, I want you, I'm a layman here, but in movies and all, you know, they show, right, that the heroes or the heroines are having this one-on-one -on -one sort of appointment with the psychiatrist. Is that a psychiatrist or a psychologist or it can be either uh, in the movie? It, like, can, it can be either. It can be either. Yeah. I so it, again, it depends from country to country and uh, uh, it depends on individual psychiatrists, like uh, easy to, some people want to do therapy. Uh, somebody, I, I like doing therapy. So uh, I, I, I don't send many to psychologists because I love therapy, but there are doctors who do that. Okay. Got yeah. it. And when you say therapy, what you, uh, what I'm understanding is having chats and discussions and conversations exactly. is what as opposed to just, okay, you have this problem, go and do the blood test and here is the medicine. That's, that is not therapy. I'm assuming. Correct. See, therapy is a very broad word. Uh, yeah. So we'll call it as a talk therapy, psychotherapy, and which has many ways to go about it. 
uh, even simple educational uh, telling, giving some education about the disease, the condition, what to do can be uh, as a, a therapy, even giving some sort of support can be a supportive therapy, or it can be some complex things like cognitive behavior therapy, behavior therapy, psychodynamic therapy. There are some many therapies. So there I got are, it. Got it. Yeah. Makes sense. Makes sense. No, I'm, I'm, I'm just getting excited uh, about uh, this beautiful explanation. So let's step back here, Doc, for a second. So okay. I think from my side as a layman, I've understood now hardware problems, neurologist, software problems of your brain, not just problems, also keeping software bug free also requires a therapist or a, a, you know, therapy sessions or a medical session. And it is, quite a normal thing for any software to have some bugs or the other because if i remember it well doc say when i was uh like 20 30 years ago and i was like really you know 15 and you know 10 and 15 years of age there was this taboo about uh you know mental health practice uh, act of going to mental practitioner itself was like considered uh you know some kind of a taboo and i think distinctly things have changed would you agree with me? Especially in the US, it's a very different thing. In fact, people are... Yeah, definitely, definitely. So what is your what is your thought process here? Has it changed? or What are you seeing in terms of patients and support uh, members of the patients? Uh, definitely it has changed and it is changing. Uh, but again, there's still a long way to go. I see. I see. So it is changing. Like people are getting more and more aware. So mental health issues are being addressed or awareness has been created even in the schools, in all kinds of forums. Okay, and October 10th is celebrated as a World Mental Health Day. And uh, so there is a lot of awareness going on. So every year this is increasing. And uh, as you said, in uh, certain Western countries, the awareness is even more better. And uh, it is being taken. I can say it is much better. And of course, uh, having said it is much better, there is still a long way to go. To go. Exactly. That's See, that's what, that's the first message I feel uh, viewers I wanted to give is that let us take the taboo out of this in case you have it. You know, it is simple software bug that can be completely fixed. There is no software in this world without a bug. So don't give me that. Don't even think about any, like if, you're, if, if you need a medical intervention to just uh, clear the bugs. Go and take a medical. It's as simple as I'm having a leg pain. I'm going to an orthopedic and figuring out it's a stress fracture. It's as simple. I mean, you, you should be thinking like that uh, because that is the key. And doc, that lends me to the next question, really, which is most cases I've experienced, they don't even know that they have a condition, you know? So it's not as if they don't want to go. They don't even, they means not just the patient alone, the family members, they just think that hey, what is happening here? They're not able to understand this. Like it takes someone to come in uh, intervention and say, hey, you should go and meet a, a psychiatrist right now kind of thing. So from that perspective, just to throw some light, what are the typical sort of ailments uh, that, you know, generally you see in the population that comes to you or in this field? Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, Bala, for this question. Uh, of course, there's a lack of awareness. What exactly should I be going? I think maybe a part of the problem why people don't approach us is they don't know what to go about for. Because um, defining normal itself can be very difficult. <laughs> what is normal? So we are anxious, but then again, what constitutes abnormal clinical anxiety or clinical depression? Uh, my simple definition before I start asking your answering your question is when your uh, psychosocial uh, occupational uh, functioning becomes difficult when your day to day activity is difficult becomes difficult due to your mental health issues like your anxiety or depression it's not that we all don't get sad sometimes we all don't get anxious sometimes but when this anxiety or sadness or whatever other mental health issues uh, creates enough problem for our functioning in our day-to-day -day life, in our work, in our family, uh, in our personal life, uh, space. That's when we think, you should not even think whether it's not, you just go out and ask your psychiatrist. Maybe he'll say, no, it is nothing, man, this is normal. Or he'll say, okay, I think this is something that we need to look, look into. Yeah, coming to what are the common things, uh, some of the common ones are anxiety, uh, depression, and psychotic symptoms substance abuse and personality issues and yeah these are the, some of the common ones 
common manifestations of okay. uh, software bug you're saying yeah yeah, yeah, common conditions. So common uh, group of conditions, I would put it. Got it. Okay. So, there are others as well. Yeah. Got it. So let's let's do a double click. Let's for the sake of this discussion, anxiety, depression, uh, substance abuse, and then what are the fourth one you mentioned? Uh, 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 psychotic disorders. Psychotic disorders, uh, like uh, some be- changes in behavior and that type of stuff. You're saying, right? Yeah. So you know. Everyone faces anxiety. Like, I, of course, I uh, before a big client meeting, I'm just like, you know, eating my fingers. I'm anxious, obviously. Uh, everyone faces depression from the time to time. You know, I've had uh, times when I had the greatest project and then that project uh, just didn't take off. And I'm like, just sitting, what the hell? I wasted my last six months and I'm depressed for a couple of days. You know, like in depressed as I don't feel like doing anything. I'm like, what the hell, man? This is just pointless working hard. You know, I'm sure all of us go through that. Um, so my point question to you is what level is, you know, normal and what level is you need to talk to someone, you know, how would you sort of, uh, you know, guide us? See, uh, I think I answered it uh, just previously. What I would again tell is, uh, defining normal is something very difficult. Oh, I see. Uh, uh, normal can be different for different people. Uh, maybe the first thing I would always ask the question is, uh, uh, is this change? Like, uh, I've, I've been uh, sleepless since the past one month. Like when you say that we compare it to what was normal. So the patient or the client would always come and say that uh, since past 15 days, I'm very anxious. What he means is earlier, I was not like this. So you're comparing the comparative would be your own self. Like you you had a normal, but now things have changed because of uh, so and so. Maybe something happened in my personal life, something happened in my work life. So uh, each normal would be normal or something abnormal would define, uh, depend on the particular client. And as I said, uh, I would always suggest people when if they find something is abnormal, even they had an inking, just come and meet a psychiatrist. There's nothing wrong. It's like you have some abdominal pain. It need or some headache need not be. You should have some brain tumor to go to a. Right. Uh, right. Uh, you can always go approach and maybe they will evaluate. They will ask you a few questions <laughs> and uh, guide you. So they will say, no, I think uh, it still sounds within the normal range. So you don't worry, go home, you take care of yourself uh, and do some simple things, they will say. But if they fit, yeah. Beautifully. No, it's very, I absolutely agree with that. So the one uh, sort of follow-up question is, is a sort of a lack of sleep or not able to sleep, is that a common symptom across all the things that you mentioned? Yeah, so uh, I, I did say that, as I said, software, hardware, they are very much connected. The body and mind are very much connected. So uh, whenever we are anxious or depressed or psychotic, one of the first thing uh, we do see, which is very a reliable factor, is uh, there is a disturbance in your biological behavior. So the common biological behaviors are biological uh, uh, rhythms like your sleep so either sleep is very disturbed and uh, either very increased or very most often very decreased your appetite is decreased or i sometimes increased like emotional eating and, and your sexual life again another own biological behavior it is a uh, very decreased or in- increased depending on the condition okay so these are three biological areas which uh whenever so first thing uh my logical question would be okay you are anxious so always been your how, how has your sleep been because if you are anxious your probably your sleep is going to be messed up and that's also an indicator whether you are improving let's say i treat him with medication or therapy so one of the first thing that starts improving is his sleep again so many times we tell our patients if your symptoms are relapsing maybe uh, watch out for your sleep the day your sleeps are getting uh, messed up, maybe is the day that maybe symptoms are relapsing. Maybe you can come very early rather than it getting blown out of proportion and Correct. then coming back to us. Absolutely. So, you know, you mentioned this anxiety, uh, depression, uh, substance abuse and psychotic. So what do you exactly mean by psychotic behavior? Okay. So, yeah, psycho- psychosis is what, see, when we talk about mental illness, mad, crazy, 
usually people are not referring to anxiety and depression they are actually in the late terms when they the stigma that is created is due to psychosis oh there's this lunatic or absolutely uh, oh, psychotic that type of stuff yeah so uh, to put it uh, put it in a very simple way psychosis is where you lose touch with reality okay it could be something like psychotic disorders like schizophrenia or something like an uh, bipolar disorder where you lose touch with the reality that is you don't know what is real the boundary between what is real and what is not real gets blurred so these kind of people can have something like <clears throat> uh, thought issues like uh, delusions where they believe something very strongly <laughs> and firmly uh, i'm not saying everybody has beliefs but these are beliefs that are not in keeping with the reality or social cultural norms and not easily shakeable then you have hallucination that are perceptual disorders that is uh, you are sensing things you are seeing or hearing things that are not there so th- this is not reality okay and the way you talk it can be abnormal way of communicating so it the, this can also have some amount of anxiety and depression along with it so basically there is a loss of touch with reality okay wow totally clear it's so perfectly uh, clear so let me attempt to summarize this section before we go to the next one and tell me if i'm doing a okay job in a very beautifully said uh, answer to that question so the way i would summarize it is like maybe a three or four bullet points bullet point 1 is hardware software software bug is uh, or uh, keeping the software up to date is really what the psychiatric uh, field is about so it's totally normal to have a, uh, some kind of bugs in software like it is totally normal to have a fracture like it is totally normal to have a throat infection it's the same thing so take out the exactly. tag is the first point that i want to summarize the the second point is the manifestation of the software bug you know there might be many different manifestations but typically you can you know 80 20 rule you can subject to your four fundamental sort of things the way to do that is because normal is depending on individual people so it's almost like an internal benchmarking how you are normal before and then after a software bug how that uh, you have uh, deviated away from where you were before is the essential idea behind abnormal because what could be normal to me could be totally abnormal to you or the, or the reverse so that's why it's about internal benchmarking with your own thing so that's the second sort of bullet point where you generally see the trend how you used to be before and how you are right now and if something is sort of uh, uh, way out of whack then probably software bug is there and you might have to go into uh, talk to some professional help that's bullet point 2 uh, bullet point 3 is the manifestation is anxiety above or below the normal uh, depression okay. feeling like don't feel like doing anything above or below the normal substance abuse <laughs> i hope you don't have any normal use of substance so of course if you are using some substance abuse that also is a uh, so, uh, issue of where uh, you know software thing and finally psychotic which is like connecting disconnect with reality suddenly start thinking about things that you never uh, started behaving ways that you never behaved before uh, have no idea about what is happening around you and you're just like randomly throwing things and uh, when i say throwing thing not physically maybe physically as well but also mental thoughts uh, to everybody so these are the sort of the four manifestations of uh, and against the internal benchmark of your own how your normal life used to be before so that was the third sort of bullet point that i gained and then the final bullet point is when these things happen there are some early telltale signs that early telltale signs or disruption in normal biological behaviors or uh, what do we say normal biological functions and what are they sleep if sleep pattern gets disturbed uh, used to be a good 6 hour sleeper and suddenly you're not able to even sleep for 2 hours we have a change in in uh, normal function uh, second one is eating eating habits like you used to eat not well and suddenly you don't feel hungry at all or the other way around you are like just going after eating like crazy then there is something there some software bug possibility is there uh, and then third one is sexual uh, sort of appetite high or low uh, these are the three you mentioned which is a good yeah. sign for a software scenarios have i summarized this well doc oh, very well very well yeah awesome okay good i'm learning i'm excited so doc uh, let's go to the next question then um how do you treat it typically what does the treatment look like uh yeah so 
of course uh, each uh, treatment is individualized because there are while these are disorders there are triggers which are unique for each person and we need to get in touch with them so basically uh, firstly we need to diagnose this condition so in psychiatry it is not like you have an mri or ecg or some scan you do and you come to know of course we do use them but it is basically we rely on history so we talk to people and we talk to closed ones who know uh, enough details about the person and based on that mostly and using certain scales or sometimes uh, we do come to a, a conclusion or a diagnosis so having done that um we also we try to rule out any physical conditions that might be related to the the sort of psychiatric conditions so the treatment would uh, mainly happen in three ways certain lifestyle changes uh, medications and therapy okay if i have to put in the uh, three uh, three most of course there are other uh, so somatic therapies we call it we rarely use that like something like electroshock therapy or uh, rtms or these uh, other treatments okay so the first would be always lifestyle changes see the thing is uh, most of this uh, mental health issues do occur uh, because of uh, where our own various imbalances so we don't exercise enough we don't uh, follow proper diet uh we don't keep show, uh, social contact with people yeah yeah so so this is where i think uh, runners high with bala will come in so yeah. helping people have a physical uh, uh, have, maintain their physical health so in fact my uh, go to first thing i would always tell my patients would be uh, trying with uh, start up with exercise so it has its own benefit Yes. Uh, this is the natural way of beating depression anxiety because what chemicals we give as medicine some amount of it actually comes uh, through doing uh, uh, maybe running or exercising yoga meditation so a lot of these chemicals are secreted naturally the medications are basically artificially we are introducing because uh, uh, it is uh, the levels are so depleted or the the uh, the condition is so bad that we need to do some artificial intervention okay so having good diet having uh, eating healthy food and uh, social contact touch so many of us don't hug each other enough uh, uh, so we are out of touch with people so there's an hormone called oxytocin which is an one of the four happiness hormones uh, which uh, gives us happiness we so basically holding hand with your loved one holding a baby uh even that can help you okay so we f- focus on the uh, initially we focus on the uh, lifestyle changes which is very important then uh, comes the medications so uh, medications not all medication will cure it but medications have a supportive role okay the thing is the burden of the anxiety you keep getting so much anxiety thoughts it's difficult to deal with it just by therapy and that's when medic uh, medicines come in role so nowadays we have excellent medicines uh maybe not all medicine will suit everybody so some amount of your doctor will go through a trial and error sometimes but uh, they should mostly be able to guide you with a good medication so um this is one way of dealing with it and the other one is talk therapy so there are n number of therapies so this is where uh, the, in a basic uh, in its basic form a therapist or a doctor or a psychologist forms a bond with the patient and uh, they both sit to it's not doctor uh, like a guru telling you should do this you should do that you should do no it is it's a mutually we work out things we talk to each other understand what is possible what is not possible and come up with a way to resolve things okay so these are main ways we go about uh, I, i'm not i'll not go into very detail about what each therapist it's a very big topic so i'll say these are the ways we go about it that's brilliant you know uh, and i have some two or three golden nuggets that you sort of uttered and i just want to make sure i call that out uh, so folks one of the thing doctor mentioned was about the first line of defense after uh, in term from a therapeutic uh, treatment standpoint is some kind of physical activity right 
because doctor, if you remember what doctor said, it creates, uh, it secretes hormones that sort of, it's a happy hormone that naturally created by the body and that actually elevates the mood and all that good stuff. Well, let's, let's come out of this discussion. Where have we listened to this? Well, that is runner's high. That is what we keep saying, runner's high with Bala. That is the runner's high, guys, that you experience every time after a run. When you have a... a so, so, Doc, this is runner's high. Name was meant for that. You know, there is a scientifically proven thing that runners run and they get a high after they finish a run. Like an actual yeah. high, like a feeling of amazingness. And people get hooked onto it. And that's why people run, especially long-distance runs. And I'm sure you, you would have heard it too in other things. So it's very interesting you mentioned that. That is the core reason for the name of this club. Runner's High is to create that uh, that very positive or, uh, hormone that we can create through running. So I'm glad that you mentioned that. So folks, another reason for you to do a good job in our season is just mental health. Forget about the physical health for now. So that's the first golden nugget that you mentioned so beautifully. Uh, the second one uh, you talked about in terms of the 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 connection with social friends and such you are 100 percent right thanks to internet thanks to this people are especially in the us as you probably would know people have become not in our age group but maybe definitely in our age group too they've naturally become just sitting alone and just talking to other people in social media for instance right while that is good in other things the worst thing is there is no social connect and i know man is a social animal you know we need a social connect and one of the primary vision of Runners High is creating a network of amazing human beings. The network is the, the idea and we host many different functions and for this exact reason. So runners, as a, as a side note of this, as a corollary of what doctor said, come and participate in all the events. Join our race day. You can always go to other race days, but come and join race day along with us because we are as a family, we are doing something together. You meet fellow runners together. We host parties. In between seasons, we host parties. Come and join the parties. There are so many of non-New Jersey runners have actually flown into New Jersey for the race day. Uh, you should do that too. Uh, not because you can't get other places to uh, dock. We host a race day for the end of the season. We host it in New Jersey because that's where the critical uh, mass is. And a lot of folks come there. And I'm just thinking through this lens. You should make a, that uh, that visit, that drive and come and meet all of us, share that New Jersey love, the runners I love, and do the race day. These are all ways in which that second bullet point the doctor mentioned, which is social, increasing, enhancing social connect is always going to be there. Contribute, give more, connect with more people. You go to a new city, ping in our group, hey, is there any runners I runner here? Go and meet that person. I do it all the time. It's always a pleasurable experience. When Whichever city I have proud in the world, I go and connect with uh, RHWB runners and it's always a fun, great time. It's like long lost brothers and sisters meeting. That's how it feels every time I connect. So that was a great thing you mentioned. On the medicinal thing, uh, Doc, there's just only one layman question I have. I, I know that, you know, some uh, some of the friends that who have gone and helped, they also take a blood test and they, what is the idea behind blood test and some medicines? Is it only for putting them to sleep? Or there is some chemical imbalances that also creates a requirement for a medicine. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, first, let me tell you about the medicines per se. See, uh, so different, uh, of course, it is not just one particular medicine. There are many medicines. So what this medicine tend to do, each medicine has its own effects. So there are certain uh, neurochemicals like serotonin, dopamine, norepinephrine. So these are the brain chemicals in the brain. So many times uh, there is misfiring of neurons. There is an imbalance in the chemical levels. To some extent, it is not an ideal thing, but to some extent, we are trying to rebalance these chemicals. Okay. So uh, because uh, by doing that, the pressure of this mental health issue on the the client or the patient comes down. So let's say there is this person with depression or anxiety who is having, uh, let's say, thousand negative thoughts coming to his head every minute. So he's having difficulty dealing with this. So when we give medicines to a good extent, uh, maybe if not the thousand, maybe uh, uh, 70% or 80% subsides down. 
So what happens? We create condition for the client to be able try to fight the uh, remaining 20 and as and when he's able to deal with that. So once he starts, uh, starts getting the confidence, the experience of dealing with it, gradually we decrease down the medication. I'm just telling you in a very simplest form. No, no, so basically course. there are certain chemicals, uh, chemicals are down and we are trying to replace it. So as to create as normal a condition uh, in the brain, chemical wise. Okay. So, and your second question, yes. See, uh, psychiatry as a field is still developing. So, uh, there are medications each day introduced. Some tend to work, some don't tend to work. But what we do is always try to see what fits you better. So, it's again an interaction. We keep asking, how is this? Is it helping you or not helping you? As I told, not all medication uh, will help everybody. So we have individual preference, uh, certain bile metabolic differences in our body, which where, uh, which will interact with our medicines. Okay. Why do we do blood tests? Uh, we don't do blood first. Uh, firstly, uh, we do a baseline blood test many times, like see your sugar levels, uh, lipid profile, like your cholesterol levels. So see that what's your baseline. And at regular intervals, we do compare it with the baseline. Are our medication in any way? Because medicines, of course, do have certain side effects. And we are monitoring it always to see whether these side effects are getting beyond the permittable uh, limits or are they causing any dysfunction or any problem. So we want we can take immediate action on that. Again, there are certain medicines uh, which needs to be monitored, the level, because there's an ideal level uh, uh, only when the medicine reaches the ideal level in blood, it starts working. And maybe uh, beyond a level, it might not be good. It can be harmful. Or be, uh, below a certain level, it can be of not much use. Okay. So that is one way we monitor. There, there are just few medicines we do that. But mostly we are monitoring the biological functions to see whether there are any side effects or anything like that. Okay. Very fascinating. Um, I mean, it's just so, I mean, I, I, if I had uh, a choice to go back in life and uh, choosing medicine, probably I would have done uh, what you did, uh, Doc. Uh, I think this is a very amazing field, you know, software controlling the hardware, software bugs to solve for uh, its immediate sort of value you can drive to people's lives, you know. Uh, so it's fantastic. Thanks for that. So let's talk next steps, uh, Doc. You know, there is a I'm very excited, actually, to launch uh, uh, runners to launch a, a major initiative uh, for our community, and this is all thanks to uh, Doc, uh, you know, Sumant and Renu, sort of, you know, good friends, uh, saying that you know what, I love what you are doing for your runners. Um, community is good. I see what the mission is, uh, and they ask themselves, what can I do to help? And uh, we had some discussions and I think we have come up with something very exciting. Um, and I wanted to uh, formally launch that right now. And uh, so I, I would actually ask a doctor uh, to sort of talk a little bit about that. I'll just give a small introduction of that. And then maybe you can uh, talk a little bit about how that could, uh, that could work. So the idea here, guys, we would like to launch what is called as a mental health helpline for our community. And the objective of that is essentially what we just now discussed, which is we want our runners to reach that happy spot. And uh, physical fitness and mental fitness together takes you to the happy spot. So that's our objective. And we know that to get there, you need to have someone to talk to, you know. So especially, uh, uh, Doc, uh, 90 plus percent of our runners are in the U.S., uh, so, you know, I know that in the U.S. it takes some time to find the right person and uh, it's not like uh, you can suddenly go and then uh, tomorrow you can go and talk kind of thing. So there is always, especially if you don't even think that you need it, but you just want to have a chat to see whether I need it or not. Definitely then it's a very difficult, uh, you know, setup here. So we want to address that and provide what is, what is that mental health helpline. So the idea here is Doc is very busy, but he said, I will uh, give my time whenever is needed to have an hour, up to an hour, maybe 30 minutes, an hour, 
uh, chat one-on-one only you guys nobody's involved it's just a very private thing between yourself whenever you need it and the doctor and uh, you know sort of uh, do all the things that doctor just uh, just talked about so uh, what do you think that have i captured that correctly is there anything you want anything else you would uh, want to add uh, basis how it, uh, it should work uh yeah i think uh, definitely uh, i can definitely help you so what i can provide what if i want to elaborate on what i can provide is that look uh, uh, as i am based in india i will definitely be not be able to provide you any medications but what i can definitely provide is a first point of contact in the sense uh, i can be a consultant whom you can consult about how do we go about this what are the probably maybe uh, in some way first aid or in some way information so because uh, you do have information in google but it is so enormous uh, we might end up getting more misinformation so and when we read it out so we uh, we might misunderstand what exactly is being there so what i can definitely provide you is uh, in one way uh, uh, is this some uh, when you come up with issues is this something to worry about is this something that needs to be taken action and how do you go about it uh, what and all can be done whom to contact who would be the best person and from my suggest what i would ideally be doing and on the lifestyle or the therapy uh, what you can adapt or do so these kind of uh, uh, questions i can address you so this is what i can do from my side i will definitely be happy to uh, do it from for you yeah amazing so i remember uh, you were mentioning that uh, there is a therapy portion of it there is a prescription portion a portion of it and there is just a kind of understanding the patient's uh, normal abnormal uh, trends i'm assuming one and three you will be able to sort of provide a, a, a decent starting point uh, would that fair to say yeah i think uh, educating therapy complex therapies might not be because i would always encourage to meet somebody locally yep. so whatever i can do i will do but it's always good to have face to face on a regular uh, because again uh, i would have my own time restrictions with my own busy schedule so i don't want to make certain false promises but i will be there to help you in whatever Correct. way i can like help. a first line of attack to start first with. line yeah i will yeah. say so i would always my basic wherever people from abroad or wherever other countries far away place always them please get linked with the local psychiatrist so is what i would always encourage but you can always have a second opinion uh sometimes people may not be convinced or maybe they would have their own <laughs> doubts so about any issues so i can give my second opinion to you okay Beautiful. so Yeah. No, I can totally see that doc. Thank you. Thank you for doing that. So folks, the the way this will work uh, is uh, I we, you I will uh, we'll have a dedicated page mental health helpline in our website. We'll have doctors uh, sort of a short bio as well as uh, I'm assuming you're okay comfortable putting your contact number there. Uh, WhatsApp would be sure. ideal. Sure. Right? Uh, okay. So yeah. I so I'll we'll put in the WhatsApp number there. and uh, i'll also share it with all of you so all you have to do is click on the helpline page you will see the doctor's uh, sort of bio and the number just say, literally take that number whatsapp him introduce yourself say that you are a runner sign uh, sort of runner uh, and uh, you know just introduce yourself and then don't immediately expect immediate response from doc because he's also having a day job but uh, you know you can assure uh, you can be rest assured he will respond at some point soon um should we say in the 48 hours is the max within which you can respond is that fair to say doc or uh, we need yeah, yeah i think yeah we, yeah I, within the 48 hours he'll respond and the idea here is after that you you two are just talking to each other and then you maybe set up your first appointment on the phone basis your timing and uh, doctor's timing and have a session that's the basic starting point of this and that session could be doctor understanding your situation maybe hearing from you guiding you on what could be the potential options what all things are there all the thing i mean i'm not a psychiatrist i can't say too much but something like that is the first step for you to talk to a professional that's the basic idea and uh, so and then i you know doctor has been so kind oh he uh, you know i said that no this is not something cannot be pro bono because you're also spending your time so a very very nominal just 1000 rupees per hour is that fair? is that uh, am i correct saying it yeah. correctly just 1000 yeah, yeah. rupees an hour 
is the uh, you know very for for respecting doctor's time uh, is what uh, he said he, he you know he's happy with that so when you are discussing i'm sure he will share uh, his account and all that you should ask for it or i will also maybe uh, i don't know maybe i can put it in the in your page also in that way you don't even have to ask they will just uh, zell it or paypal it or whatever okay. uh, and that's it sure. you know one hour 1000 rupees i mean it's like I, i mean we just go and have a couple of starbucks coffee that's like it's like that and you know so uh, okay. so that's that's the deal guys i hope this is helpful i hope that you all will make full advantage of it and help us also improve on it and uh, doc uh, and renu thank you for like sort of asking that fundamental question what can i do what can i do to help what can i give yeah, uh, that question led to this podcast and led to this idea um and doc i we uh, have done this in our professional uh, you know i come from a merchant navy background and mm-hmm. our shipping company did that you know people on the sea always alone and you know there is a lot of mental uh, sort of pressure and uh, we started this a long time ago i'm talking about 5 6 years ago and man this line has been the most helpful like actually it was almost like a suicide uh, uh, call it a prevention line as well because of this exact reason because people are having so much pressure they are in the middle of the ocean pressure nobody to talk to so all the things you mentioned i could uh, relate to from a shipping on the ship uh, sort of a high pressure uh, job and uh, these really help and there is a statistic that they actually help so many people from doing something really bad kind of thing because of this this one thing just talking to someone uh, who knows how to talk and how to sort of uh, diagnose so uh, looking forward to that uh, doc um, and i also look forward to coaching you at some point you said you are only a walker you know what <laughs> if you ask my friends they will know that once you connect with me i will hook you and i am going to hook you and bring you in as a runner at some point maybe next season what do you think okay sure <laughs> so uh, so thank you doc for your time yeah. super super pleasurable conversation with you um okay. any final thoughts from you would love to hear and then i'll close it yeah uh it was uh, really amazing having you here having uh, been in this program uh, very mm-hmm. wonderful interacting uh, with uh, with all the uh, these are all w- wonderful and basic uh, i think these are very uh, informative questions i'm i'm uh, i'm thankful for this opportunity and uh, i think uh, i'm looking forward to being the uh, with the helpline and helping out people okay thank and uh, yeah i think uh, thank you for that yeah let's drive happiness to many more people in this world uh, with sure, that, sure 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 with that, with that uh, very uplifting thought i just wanted to thank you on behalf of uh, entire anasai thank you and renu for uh, for making us coming up with this idea and uh, i will uh, come back to you with uh, when we launch this with the right website and i'll take your numbers from you and of course rain probably has good uh, your details as well so i'll put it all together and then uh, and then we'll go from there and please uh, let us know if there is any other way we can help thanks a lot for your time and have a wonderful weekend thank you thank you thank you very much